You're listening to Episode 6 of Life on Purpose, a podcast by Apothecala. Today, we are joined by someone I'm blessed to call my cousin. Hallie is an amazingly talented and creative person who just so happens to live in one of mine and Robert's favorite vacation spots, Myrtle Beach. Hallie, thank you so much for joining us. I would like for you to tell us a little bit about yourself, like what do you do for work and what is your bliss? Hi, I'm so excited to join you today, Kayla. It's always good to talk to you. I am actually in broadcasting in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. I work for a local news station, and I'm very blessed to have the opportunity to do what I love, which is kind of highlight all the fun things to do in the area and just do a lot of fun lifestyle things. And when I'm not doing that, which takes up most of my time, I enjoy being adventurous and kayaking and spending time on the beach and on the water. And I totally love what you're doing with SC Weekend. It's so awesome. And I love that you're showing everybody how much fun they can have in Myrtle Beach and you're showing your personality. I totally love it. Oh, thank you so much. I've had a lot of fun with it. It's been really cool. So we actually grew up in the same small Mayberry-esque town in North Carolina. (laughs) We did. We did. Yeah. (laughs) Can you tell me what drew you to move to Myrtle Beach? Was it the weather, the people, the festivities, or something else? Well, it's crazy. I actually moved to Myrtle Beach kind of on a whim. Uh, Being from Lexington, North Carolina, it was only about three and a half hours from home, but also, you know, just being at the coast and near the water. And it was a much smaller market for television, which is actually what drew me there in the first place. And I just ended up loving it so much that I ended up staying, and I've been here about eight years now. So you really Mm -hmm. just fall in love with the place, you know, and kind of figure out, you know, it's not just a tourist place. It's also very homey, and there's a lot of kind of things off the beaten path that you can do as well. Hmm. Um, And do you say that you see yourself staying there for a long time? I think so, yeah. I mean, unless something pulls me away, I love (laughs) it here, you know. And just It's not that I'm closed off to other opportunities. It's just that I do really enjoy being near the coast and the weather's great. Right now, it's actually really, really hot, you know, because we have all the humidity. So we're all kind of dying and melting right now, but um, it's, you know, you can't complain just being near the coast. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. Myrtle Beach does. I mean, I think As somebody who lived so close, when we visited there so often, like at least once a year, you get to learn the place and you feel like it's a second home, even if you don't live there. You really do. Yeah. And, you know, like us, just growing up, coming down here all the time, you're exactly right. So you kind of feel it's just this familiarity, you know? Yeah. Um, so you are very popular in Myrtle Beach. I know that you worked for the Pelicans as their MC, and you've done other television shows and have been featured all over the place in Myrtle Beach. But can you tell us a little bit more about what you're doing now with your new um, SC Weekend Adventures? Of course, yeah. I mean, I've I always knew that I wanted to be in broadcasting and telling people stories and just having an opportunity to be creative. 
and it just so happens that Etsy Weekend is kind of a platform for all of my favorite things, whether it be, you know, going to a local place and helping a business spread their message or what they have to offer people that come to visit or locals, but also having an opportunity to be creative with my house with Hallie. So it really does yeah. kind of marry all of my favorite things that I spent eight years kind of juggling 10 different jobs and doing a lot of freelance <laughs> work and things like that. Everything kind it. of came together, you know, so just kind of sticking the course and really just pushing through Regardless, you know, it was hard at times, but finally finding something to where I can do this every day and just have a platform to do it with. You know, so I have been very lucky. So some of the things we do, you know, we lately, we actually went horseback riding this week and explored a 4,000-acre property, believe it or not, in North Myrtle Beach that is undeveloped. Yeah. And, you know, we've done really cool things like – Riding in helicopters and learning how to make cocktails and, you know, we really just get to do kind of all sorts of things along the Grand Strand and the surrounding areas. Um, and then also helping with Holly is just really crafting and how to be fabulous on a budget. So I still <laughs> kind of get to be creative and do some cool things in that arena as well. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure I saw you holding a baby tiger. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, we went to – we actually went to – there's a place down here called Myrtle Beach Safari, and it's a wildlife preserve. So these people really just kind of dedicate their lives to these animals. And, um, you know, everyone always comments, like, oh, my gosh, like these animals. No, but they, you know, they have so many people on this preserve that actually raise these tiger cubs, you know, and they have this uh, rescue elephant there who's lived there for 30 years. And so the safari is an opportunity to get up close with wildlife. And we had an opportunity to do that. Uh, yes, I held a tiger cub, which was pretty awesome. <laughs> and um, met, you know, the chimpanzees. You played volleyball with them. There's a lot of cool stuff that you can do at this place that you would never imagine. It's not like going to a zoo. It's like you're behind the cage right. of the zoo. You know, so it was really cool. That. You wouldn't imagine that, you know, in Myrtle Beach. So it was really neat. That is so awesome. You're so involved in the local community. Can you describe what the culture of Myrtle Beach feels like from your perspective, like from a local's perspective? Absolutely. You know, there's so many great things going on in this community all the time. One thing that I love that I do with the American Red Cross every year is a Princess Gala. And oh, yeah. it's really great for a number of reasons because, you know, a lot of people can't afford to go to Disney for one thing. And so <laughs> this is kind of like Disney at the beach. And it's very magical. And the address is Rapunzel, but we have so many princesses and a fairy godmother. And that all of that money raised goes to directly to American Red Cross, and it stays within our area. So it does a lot of great things in the community, but there's a whole lot of stuff, especially now with the station that I am lucky enough to work with, WMBF News. They do a whole lot uh, as a community to raise awareness for different organizations and to help nonprofit organizations. So there's always something that the community is doing to help other people, which is really great. Um, and, you know, honestly, we do have kind of, unfortunately, um, we have a homeless 
issue like most cities do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, and there's there's so many organizations that help with that as well um, in just kind of not just helping these people, but also, you know, during Christmas there's something um, that I think is really cool. It is actually like um, they'll do new shoes for children, and mm-hmm. these children may not have even had a pair of shoes, a brand-new pair of shoes ever. So that's something wow. really cool, you know, that that really kind of hits home because you wouldn't think that a child would be really excited about a new pair of shoes. But that is, um, yeah. you know, that is just really, you know, something real. And any way that you can help and be involved and know your community, I think it's very important. Yeah, and I think – you know, the second part of that question was talking about the culture, but I I think that for the people that live in Myrtle Beach year-round, because I know that Myrtle Beach gets a ton of transient busier visitors in the summer, um, right. they have a culture of giving and making sure that everyone yeah. there is well. No, you're exactly right, and that's so huge because we love our tourists, absolutely love our tourists, and a lot of our tourists, are like locals part of the year uh-huh. because they come back every single year or they're here half the year or whatever the case may be. So you're exactly right in taking care of our community, not just our locals, but also our tourists that come in and visit. Yeah, I love that. Um, so let's talk about some fun stuff. You mentioned a little bit earlier about your bliss and what you do, but when you have a whole day off work, which I'm sure doesn't happen all the time, <laughs> Yeah. With <laughs> with no, well, you're like me. If you have a day off, you yes. find ways to work for yourself. Amen. Absolutely, girl. <laughs> I mean, we're always doing something, you know. <laughs> yeah. But so let's say you find yourself with no other obligations. What do you do, or where do you go in Myrtle Beach to have Hallie time? I mean, that's it's kind of hard to answer that question because one day I might crawl in a hole and just not talk to anyone. <laughs> um, I've been known to recluse, you know, when you don't have anything going on. So I might just kind of shut myself away and just chill out with the dogs, you know. Uh-huh. But, um, I mean, sometimes that's therapeutic, you know. But if, um, if I want to be out and about, you might find me on the beach, obviously. Or I love to kayak. That's really just kind of a serene thing that I like to do, whether it be in the ocean, on the waterway, or the Waccamaw River. That's something that's really relaxing for me. And just being out in nature and kind of connecting with that. I also love Huntington Beach. That's a really cool place to go and just very gorgeous and untouched. And I don't yeah. castles there. So there's a lot, you know, kind of to do outdoors there. So I love I love visiting all those places. But then I'm in, like, a totally different kind of mood. You might find me having cocktails on the beach. So you just <laughs> never know. You know, it's really, it really just depends on my mood, like most, like most of us. Yeah. <laughs> but from what I hear you saying, it doesn't matter what your mood is. You can find it all right there in Myrtle Beach. You're exactly right. You know, I mean, whether you are an outdoorsy person, you're seeking adventure, there's certainly a lot to do in the way of that. Or you want a really great meal, you've got endless opportunity. Um, um, Or, you know, if you wanted to do shopping, I mean, there's just endless 
opportunities of things to do, no matter what you're after. Yeah, and actually, you cut out just a little bit when you were talking about meals, but that happens to be the next question, so I'm going to keep moving forward. This might be a weird question, but we come from a town where there is a local dish. Do you think that there are any local dishes that are unique to Myrtle Beach? And if not, what do you think is the most popular food among the locals? That's a great question. I'm actually glad you asked it because when I moved to South Carolina, you know, I thought, well, I'm a Carolina girl. You know, we all eat kind of the same things. I would say for people visiting here, they would definitely go after seafood, obviously. You're at the coast. You want fresh seafood. But for people that live here, there's actually a dish that is very um, kind of specific to Horry County, actually, which is actually called Chicken Bog. And we recently did a recipe of Chicken Bog at a very local spot here in Myrtle Beach. And the reason we did it is because, you know, a lot of people don't even know what chicken bog is. Heck, I didn't know what it was. You know, we come from the barbecue capital. So when I tried it, I was like, what in the world? So it's it's just rice and chicken and sausage. And a lot of people might call it perlo, which is, you know, kind of more, I think, of a northern thing. But the chicken bog came about um, through my findings when, you know, Families didn't have a whole lot of money back in the day, and they needed something that was filling and an easy dish, and it certainly is all of those things, and it's just one big dish, Um, and it was because of the rice fields, you know, that we had down here in South Carolina. So it's carried through today, and it's just kind of a tradition now, and a lot of people that are originally from here, they they make it on a regular basis. And some places you might even find like chicken bog balls, which is kind of a spinoff from that. But it's just a very southern dish and it's actually really good and really filling. Um and I remember the first time I tried that, I was like, Oh my gosh, like how have I been missing out on this? you know? <laughs> but it is. It's really good and there's a lot of history behind it, which I love. Yeah, that's so interesting because, like I said, until I turned 24, I went to Myrtle Beach every single year, and I never heard about that. Right? Exactly. Like, growing up, coming here, I couldn't believe I had never tried it. And then when I lived here, you know, met locals, they're like, chicken bog. I'm like, what in the heck are you talking about? And sure enough, it is just a kind of a traditional dish down in this area. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. So are you saying chicken bog, like B-O-G? Yes, chicken bog. Okay. Yeah. Uh, isn't that cool? And it's that um, is cool. Yeah, it's actually really good too. And I'm going to assume that you drink it with, you eat it with sweet tea. Of course, girl. Everything in the south. That's so funny. So we know what you like to do when you're, you know, spending time in Myrtle Beach. Um, what is your favorite thing to do when you have people visit you from out of town and you want to show them special about your community? Oh, that's a really cool question. There <laughs> are a lot of things that come to mind. Um, you know, a lot of times, like, if I have the little ones come and visit, we'll, of course, go to Family Kingdom and all of the the traditional favorites of the Sky Wheel 
and um you know a lot of cool places i've been scoping out like the place i recently went which was inlet point where you can ride horses on the beach um you know i usually try to find out what it is they're interested in we typically always stop by broadway at the beach because you can Mm -hmm. shop there and also dine there merle's inlet has a wonderful uh, marsh walk where you can actually eat right on the marsh and you can kind of walk up and down if i have you know, friends my age visiting and no no kids involved because we can go out and kind of listen to loud music and just really make a night of it. Um, and then, of course, you know, you've got even down into Conway, if you wanted to do some outdoor adventures, there is a river walk down there, which is really fun. Um, and that is, you know, you can do trails and bike riding and things like that. Market Common is excellent as far as dining and you know places to eat out there's a a nice movie theater down there as well really great sushi place called co so it really just depends on what you're after um yeah there's always there's always something to do you know there's always something new to do which is really cool and a lot of different areas you know that you can explore which is nice exactly and that was kind of my point because you know, every time that I ever went to Myrtle Beach, I either went to a very specific campground and we tried not to leave the campground or we would stay on the boardwalk at the beach, like where the Ripley's and everything, like the main strip, and we yeah. wouldn't go far from there. So, exactly. you know. You really don't have to, you know. You don't have to, but it's cool yeah. that there's a place where you can eat right on the marsh. I didn't know about that. So, yeah. I love that. Yeah, and that's what's so cool is, like, all the different places I named are, you know, whether you stay on the north end, you've got those same opportunities up there. You can go to Barefoot Landing, which is right near mm-hmm. probably where you're staying. Then if you're staying in Central Myrtle Beach, that's when you go to Broadway at the beach, and mm-hmm. you're kind of right there in the hub of everything. And on the south end, that's where you would kind of visit the inlet. So just a lot of different things depending on where you're staying, but you're exactly right. I mean, the beach in itself is a huge attraction. You don't really have to do a whole lot of other things. Well, so the Strip was mine and Robert's favorite spot. We we love them. (laughs) Yeah, we would um, get a hotel that was actually on the wooden boardwalk so that we could walk straight from our hotel and we actually like to sit in the little New York pizza shop and just watch people because you never oh. know what you're going to see. <laughs> oh you're exactly right. That's a good people-watching spot over there. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's awesome. Oh, I love and it. then we would sneak into the Gay Dolphin and not really sneak, but there's a little back door right behind the pizza shop, and which is like that's the oldest gift shop in Myrtle Beach, I believe. Yes, it is kind of like – that really paved the way for a lot. So the gay dolphin yeah. was there and then just kind of that little corner where the Bowery and Peach's Corner is. And then mm-hmm. other than that, I mean, there wasn't really anything. So it's crazy yeah. how much it's grown over the years. Yeah. So is there anything like that you have to be a local to know about the strip? Because like I said, Robert and I would go there every single year for our anniversary, but I I feel like there was more that we just didn't know about, like something maybe we had to know about. Well, I mean, 
one thing, the Bowery, which is right there, is very uh, historical, really. It's been around since the 40s, and it's that live music venue. It's kind of like a honky-tonk, but it's actually <laughs> the place where – and it's just really, you know, just laid back. You're going to – but it's really cool, and um, it's right there on the corner there, and that's actually where the band Alabama got their start. So there's – really. Yeah, they actually were the house band there uh, years ago, and from there, they kind of tried all their songs on their stage, and so once they hit the scene, they had all these number one hits because they listened to their audience at the Bowery, and they still love Myrtle Beach so much. They have, you know, of course, the Alabama Theater, but also, you know, they try to come back there. And they're actually, isn't that cool? They're going to be, the reason I know all this, I actually did a story there, but (laughs) they're going to be, they're going to be celebrating their 75th anniversary coming up, which is crazy. Oh, wow. Uh, Isn't that cool? And they're still in the same spot. Not a lot has changed, which is really cool. Um, But other than that, you know, I feel like that area is ever changing and constantly growing. Uh, mm-hmm. We now have a new place called Tin Roof, which is right on the beach. We have Riptides, which is right on the beach. And these are, like, gorgeous huh. bars and restaurants. And you're right on the beach. You can play cornhole and have them this gorgeous views. So, I mean, they're constantly adding new things, which is really great, new places to go. And growth is always good for any community. Yeah. So we're lucky to have, you know, all the tourism and everything that we do so we can continue to grow. But always something new and cool popping up, which is nice. Well, it's been about four years since we went to Myrtle Beach, and I'm sure it would look almost completely different except for, like, the gay dolphin being right across from Ripley's. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it things grow. I mean, it's just crazy how much I hear about how back home has changed and I'm sure when I visit there it's going to look completely different but absolutely well do you think that there is anything that I left out I just wanted to as someone who loves Myrtle Beach myself and I know how much you love Myrtle Beach and you love to represent Myrtle Beach to other people through television I just wanted people to get a feel of what you know the city was like and why they should want a vacation there if they haven't do you think I've left anything out, or is there anything else that you'd like to highlight that you feel is special about Myrtle Beach? I think you really covered everything. You know, I will say that Myrtle Beach, you know, we're still very much a southern town, and we have southern hospitality, and we love welcoming people to come and visit us and see all that we have here. We have, you know, grown a lot, but what I love about Myrtle Beach is that it is 60 miles of coastline. You don't yeah. go a lot of places where you can explore that kind of coastline. So it's all the way from that North Carolina line, basically, in mm-hmm. Cherry Grove, North Myrtle, all the way down to Myrtle's Inlet. So there's a whole lot to do. You don't run out of things to do, and you certainly have a whole lot of beach to explore. And the ways that you can explore it, you can never run out. I mean, from helicopter tours to going surfing or kayaking or boating there's just you never run out of things to explore here so it is it is a great place to come and see but also you get like I said that southern hospitality which 
course, everyone loves. So we look forward to meeting people from all over. And we certainly see more faces every year, which is really great. That's so awesome. Well, I I really love everything that you've added to the show. I think that if some of our listeners have never been to Myrtle Beach and they're close enough or they can afford to make it out there, they definitely should. Um, You'll get there and you'll find a spot that you think is a hidden treasure and you will want to go back every year to experience the same thing over and over and hopefully enjoy some new things too. Um, That's kind of our experience. Yeah, that's very true. I want my listeners to also be able to keep up with what you're doing on your How To With Holly blog and your South Carolina weekend um, videos and your, I guess those would be not really um, videos, but broadcast pieces about different parts of your community that you want to highlight, right? Yeah, you know, SC Weekend is kind of an overview of fun things you can do here and just kind of everything from hidden gems to, you know, those huge attractions that people want to know a little more about. So you can certainly find all that at scweekend.com. And it's just kind of a lot of fun stuff to do, uh, highlighting all of that good stuff that, that people want to know about here. And you're on Instagram and Facebook at SC Weekend, right? You're exactly right. Yeah. Okay. And then um, your how-to with Hallie, do you – It's what's your Facebook and Instagram um, handle for those? Well, you can actually – the cool thing is, I mean, you can find um, all the how-to with Hallies I've done at HallieMade.com. But now at SC Weekend, you can also find how-to with Hallie, and that's just easy DIYs, um, even something – that we show you through businesses, which is really cool, them showing us how to do something and kind of breaking it down for us. So you can find most of that at scweekend.com as well. Okay. That's so awesome. I I know this is not a conversation about business, but I just have to say total congratulations because I've seen how much you've worked since you left college and got your degree and how many different things that you've been doing all at the same time. And it just seems like, yeah, you probably never expected this amazing opportunity to come up that would just include all of your favorite things, but it's so perfect for you. And I just think if anybody deserves it, it's you. So I love it. You're so sweet, Kayla. You're so (laughs) sweet. Well, I would say to you, I mean, it's really just kind of opened my eyes because to be completely transparent, I just, I got to a point where I just felt like I'm never going to do what I want to do all the time. I'm I'm just yeah. gonna have to and I would even I got to a point where I would tell people that's that's just my passion and that's my hobby. I'm never gonna make a living mm-hmm. out of it. Because I would just kind of do it for fun but it wouldn't pay the bills. So, you know, for everyone, no matter what your passion is, you know, if you stick to it and regardless of if you have to work three jobs at one time and still continue your passion on the side if you're diligent, it will always pull through. So that is just kind of a testimony to not giving in and really pushing through and doing what you know that you're meant to do. So I've I'm I've been so blessed. I'm so thankful and thank you for your <laughs> sweet words. I feel the same way about you. Um, <laughs> so you know, hard work pays off, girlfriend. Yes, it does, and I'm really glad that we've had each other to inspire each other and just 
I think that you and I are so much alike in the way that we'll work all day and then we'll come home and work on our passion projects and then we'll Absolutely. work on helping other people do their passion projects. <laughs> That's so, right. I love it. so true. I do too. It's so true. And just lifting each other up, you know, that's so important, you know, and we've been there with each other through it all. So it's amazing to see (laughs) how far we've both come, you know. I know. It's wild. It is. It is. Well, I so much appreciate your time and joining us today. Um, If you ever have something you want me to share on Apothecala about SC Weekend or that you think my listeners would like, about Myrtle Beach that you'd like me to highlight, just let me know because I definitely want to make sure people know about Myrtle Beach. I might live in San Diego, but Myrtle Beach is my other favorite beach. Um, And as far as our listeners go, if you want to find more of Hallie, I'll definitely link her up in the show notes on the blog. And I really hope until we all meet again that everyone is well. To learn more about me between episodes, find me at apothecala.co. That's A-P-O-T-H-E-K-A-Y-L-A dot C-O. You can also connect with me on social media at Apothecala on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Please let me know if you have any questions by filling out the contact form on the blog. And until we meet again, be well.